I'm not watching porn where someone's better looking than me. Yeah, fuck no. He got to look like the mailman mixed with Caesar from Planet of the Apes. I want the shit grainy as fuck. I don't even want, like, quality. Oh, yeah, no, no. That the, the, the camera's good. I know this is fake. I want that, oh, no, I set this camera up, and she doesn't know I'm hitting it from behind right now. It it's has to be amazing. shot from an iPhone 8 or lesser. Facts, facts. It, I need Android quality on the ass shot. Shit, get the get the Nextel, the blue and silver one with the click flip button. Yo, <laughs> record eight megapixel for Pixel pussy is the best. <laughs> I don't care what nobody. Like, is it shaved or is it gray? You Facts. never know. <laughs> <laughs> Look like watching sex scenes on a PlayStation One. <laughs> oh man, don't don't knock PlayStation One quality. They damn near play DVDs on their intros. That's true. That's true. That's true. But also, I still remember playing Grand Theft Auto Two. And I like my porn to look like Grand Theft Auto 2 from the sky. <laughs> Top down view. Oh, man. That shit was fucking terrible. We, that shit was life, though. I ain't gonna front. Porn and Grand Theft Auto 2. It was weird because when Grand Theft Auto was top down, it was violent as fuck, but no parents had a problem with it until it went to PlayStation 2. Now they see people walking like, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're driving like we do. Right. I'm playing, I'm playing fucking Grand Theft Auto 2. My parents have nothing to say. And then they like, wait a minute, this is a Grand Theft Auto game. I'm like, yeah, you couldn't tell because it's top down. But as soon as you can see the prostitute get shot, it changes the dynamic. Oh, definitely. <laughs> For those who just decided to tune in, <laughs> this is the very first <laughs> inaugural. Yeah, well, I'm going to say both of those is a double. Um, it's the inaugural episode of Where the Fuck is Vision. Because where the fuck is Vision? The only podcast that might get your, might get your record expunged. You never know. Exactly. I'm Isaac M. And I'm joined with my co-host, Black Chakra. That is who I am. I do shit. That is all niggas need to know about me. And on this podcast, we'll be discussing a verisimilitude. I'm going to use a new word every week. All right, even better. (laughs) A verisimilitude of nerd knowledge. We'll be talking about movies, wrestling, and of course, fucking M-C-U-D-C-E-U. And just and that other shit just falls in between because a lot of a lot of shit comes up. Like I was just doing like slight commercials, and I made a play on the um, fact that most guys that start a podcast are trying to tell women how to live their lives. Oh, facts. Um, I would like a comic book universe where guys try to tell women how to live their lives. I thought that was the DCEU. Yes, that is the DCEU. The the, the joke was gonna get there. But you, you you got there before me. <laughs> like DC tried to tell a woman what to do real quick. In fact, that was their what their golden age, I believe. Oh hell yeah, oh yeah, yeah. These comic books come from sexist, racist ass places. Remember that? I think I sent you that photo where um they had a comic where they said, "What if Lois Lane was black?" I saw that. I want that copy. I want that. I want that. It's gonna. I know it's gotta cost money. It it definitely has to. Mm-hmm. There you go, flying your bitch ass through the window at 2 a.m. I ain't going to lie, man. <laughs> White Lois sound like Black Lois. And I think the perfect mix of two would have been the Lois Lane from the Superman animated series. Oh, hell yeah. She was. She was white enough for it to be on TV, but this was the same universe where I swore up and down Lex Luthor was black. Bro, can we just, I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. Why is there so much nigga energy on that Superman show? You still can't look me in my face and tell me that that Lex Luthor ain't black. That Lex Luthor is black canonically, and you can't tell me otherwise. He goes right into Justice League Unlimited, black as shit, even though he does supervillain shit, but he's still black. And if he's not black, 
Why do you keep drawing white characters lighter than him? Sorry, man. I'm sorry. Superman's white, and I accept that tone, but Lex Luthor in the cartoon, in the animated universe? Black. Black. Unless you show him white like they did in um, Public Enemy, nope, he's black. And you want to know why? Because the guy that did his voice acting also did Captain Black in Jack Chan Adventures. So that was just a, that's just on its own. He's black in two universes. Oh my god, that is the same fucking guy. Why yep. did you just bring that into my conscience? Plus, if he wasn't black, why'd they give him cancer? <laughs> Think about it. Justice League started a while ago in that series. And he was chasing down Superman. His fucking chest was hurting. And then he was like, oh, you have... You Jesus. give this to me. <laughs> he you got cancer from all the kryptonite. Uh-huh. All that rock. Come on. <laughs> You've been on that green crack too long. Uh-huh. Not them using... Black don't crack, so they made it so they can make a fault. Make it our fault. Not they use my man Lex Luthor as a dare commercial. <laughs> Think about it, man. Lex, you're dying of rock overdose. Uh-huh. Jeez. Aren't people, all right. And all you right. know the messed up part was Lex wasn't even phased at first. He's like, all right, give me the cure. Give me the treatment. What is it? No, you don't understand. This is just it for you. Ain't no cure when you If he was white, there would have been a treatment or an adventure arc where he found the cure. Facts. This nigga just, he, he got cured by uh, He got cured by Brainiac. Yeah, Brainiac. And Brainiac, like, he didn't even find out about Brainiac until Brainiac wanted him to know about him. Facts. Brainiac showed up. He like, was like, I've been slowly curing this meat bag. He was like, you cured my cancer. Gave me super strength. Because when he knocked Batman into the fucking wind, I was like, yo, hold up. Uh, Lex ain't never been able to do no bullshit like no, no, that. No, no. White Lex Luthor ain't never been able to do that. <laughs> You're absolutely right. White Lex Luthor could never do no Black shit like Lex that. Black Lex Luthor is different. I'd never forget when uh, they was going against the Joker and uh, he was like, Joker was like, Holly. And this nigga was like, Mercy. And she just drop kicked Shorty. I said, Hey, yo. And that nigga got the white girl kicking. Oh, and that's what Mercy killed him. Mercy has always been. No, that was the um, two part episode with um, the Batman, uh, Superman. World's Strongest. Yeah, World's Strongest. I thought it was World's Finest. One of the two. See, now I'm confusing for the Dragon Ball Z World's Strongest. Yeah, I was about to say, Mark Henry's in this too? Yes, yes. Mark Henry did have the superpower to throw people into a shadow realm. So, you know yeah. what was real messed up when they said, when um, Joker and um, Lex Luthor were sitting in the um, limo, he was like, how about you give me a million dollars? I'll handle Superman. He was like, you couldn't even handle a mere mortal. No, fuck you. Batman, Batman is no, no mere, mere mortal. mortal. I <laughs> never forgot that back. scene. I want something easy, which, is, which carried over into the Injustice universe because Joker did that because it was easier to fuck with Superman than it was to fuck with Batman. He really got in Lex Luthor's face, too, and, like, there is nothing near about oh, Batman. Man. Like, nah, yo, Batman ain't no... Batman really ain't really about that life. Batman has... I don't know why everybody kept talking about Batman don't kill. Batman has come close to killing a lot. And I, I'm sorry, lot. I'm sorry. Batman Returns, that nigga's a psycho killer. <laughs> He put, a, turned, right. he put a dynamite in a nigga pants and threw him in the sewer. And then smiled about it. He Yo, smiled for that Michael trip. Keaton, a sick boy, and they said that nigga coming back. I said, y'all thought the DCEU was dark? Yo, no. Yo, no. He's about to be darker than the back of Forrest Whitaker's neck. Yo, the DCEU is about to get scary. Yo, Michael Keaton kills niggas, bro. He, and it, he, is all, he had guns on the Batmobile. He has always killed his version of Batman. Remember, always shot something. 
Batman got the da, 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 da theme when Keaton came. If that theme sends, it's a gun. It's a shoot. And if a battle rapper used that in a battle right now, you would know it's a gun sound. I'm sorry. Of course it is. Michael Keaton really. That that I'm waiting to see Michael Keaton shoot somebody. Like fuck all that Batman shit. I'm ready to see the vulture in a Batman suit now. <laughs> all right. So like, but yeah, back to um World's Finest where um Joker basically. Handled Superman well with a goddamn kryptonite dragon. That was that was dope. That was dope as hell. Also, why is there so much fucking kryptonite in this universe? Bro, I thought kryptonite was a rare commodity, but here and in Smallville, that's just fucking all over. It's getting kryptonite is like getting a Snickers. If you just pull over somewhere, it's there. Like, what the fuck? Fuck, why is it so easy to get your hands on kryptonite? It's easier to get your hands on kryptonite than it is for Batman to get his hands on evidence. It's easier to get your hands on kryptonite than it is for a nigga to get his hands on his license when he gets pulled over by the police. It's easier to get your hands on kryptonite than it is for Flash to hold out a quarter and say, if you can grab this out of my hand, I'll let you keep your own life. Nope. It's nope, easier nope. to get a hold on kryptonite than it is for Ezra Miller to get a hold on life. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's easier to get your hands on kryptonite than it is for you to get your hands on a lantern ring. It's easier to get your hands... Never mind. No, that was going to get us canceled. So anyway, No, it's not. So Look, so, look. Them rings, depending on which spectrum, a fucking cat was angry enough to get the red lantern ring. I hate that. Which, to be fair, at first, I laughed at that fucking theory. Like, yo, fuck that. This cat has gone through some shit. I, at first, I just saw the cat with a ring, and I was like, no, fuck that. Then when I saw the backstory in the comic, I was like, you know what? This makes perfect fucking sense. That's just like fucking DC. I mean, let me not come at DC like for giving a cat a fucking lantern ring like fucking Howard the Duck ain't Marvel. No, fuck Howard the Duck. Fuck the fact that that's one of the, that's the first Marvel movie. And Marvel advertises that. And I'm like, in the comics, it makes sense to have a fucking duck. But that movie existed. And the duck fucked. The duck fucked in that movie. That's one of those movies. Consensually. That's one of those movies that was conceived in nightmares. And niggas was like, I hope this isn't real. And then you grew up to find out that it wasn't some weird dream you had some night. Why couldn't we trade Howard the Duck for the Kazam, Shazam, Sinbad movie that either didn't or did exist? Let me tell you something. I literally brought up Shazam to my stepson the other day. And, like, you, you tell me. When you... Talk about some of these films that came out when we were kids. Doesn't it seem like you're talking about a, a fairy tale land that didn't fucking exist? There was a movie. Get, get, this Yo. is Jimmy out, bro. Right. There was a fucking movie where the genie was black and he came out of a stereo. A stereotype. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> and then he rapped. Oh, yeah. Gotta click, you gotta check all the boxes. Yo, and that come you know the on, weird, bro. You wanna know the weird part about it? Here are some of the movies that also came out in 86. And 86 was like a great fucking year for movies. Aliens came okay. out. Solid. Top Gun. Classic. Stand By Me. Beautiful. Short Circuit. Jesus. Labyrinth. Wow, that's weird. Fucking Cobra. Sylvester Stallone's movie. Oh, the yeah, Transformers okay. movie. Oh, shit. Little Good Shop one. of Horrors. Highlander. Castle in the fucking Sky came out. The Golden Child. Now, let me just tell you what happened. You, read, you said Little Shop of Horrors Highlander. 
you read them like one film. What is I, it? You know what? It's one film. Little it's one film. I landed. You know what? So the, are the plants immortal or is Seymour immortal? Seymour is immortal. Oh my God. And the plants are trying to eat him. To the get plants him. are also Sean Connery. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Little Shop of Highlander is the fucking greatest you know what? movie for me. I mean, I was going to introduce that later where we just do um, <laughs> motherfucker what if. That's going to be what we call that section where we just change up the um, either the actor or the plot or the premise of the movie. But we can start with that shit now. But yeah, Little, Little Shop, Shop of Highlander. Highlander. Yes. We just merged Little Shop of Horrors and Highlander. So have the Highlander plot take place in the Little Shop of Horrors universe. Oh, my God. So, like, can... <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you stop... Oh, shit. That means Steve Martin is damn near immortal in that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. A, a raping dentist is immortal? Jesus, shit. You know what? I... That makes the plot even better. This movie is frightening. Rick Moranis versus Steve Martin. And they're not even playing comedic characters. <laughs> Rick Moranis with the sword and shit. No! <laughs> She's my girl. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> She's I want to be a mortal. <laughs> no, I'm totally with the shits. I'm totally with the shits. Okay, okay. Little Little Shop of Highlander is definitely oh my god one of my new favorite imaginary movies. But nah, man, like we saw so much shit that shouldn't have been made. I mean, continuing on the, as I call it the Shack Saga, oh like god, that. The Shack Saga. There's a there's a scene there's a scene in Steel. Where he has to throw something, a grenade through a window. Oh, He's like, no. you know, I'm not good at free throws. Oh yeah, I was like, yo, I was all for that movie until they tied it into reality. I was like, what the fuck? Hey, yo, not my man Shaq shooting free, free throws. throws to save. So you telling us Shaq has to make a free throw to literally save our life? That shit was so bad. Like you know, like no movie has even touched it. Like. They won't even bring him up in the DCEU. That, like, Steel, it doesn't exist anymore. Steel only exists in the DCAU. Facts. For a reason. For a reason. For a reason. Because it was fucking good. I mean, even like Holly Berry's Catwoman, which was the worst attempt at anything I've ever seen. At least she, at least she was goaded enough to accept her Razzie. Like, Thank you for giving me this piece of shit movie. I was like, we know it wasn't your fault. We know it wasn't, oh, somebody else could have played Catwoman better. No. You were the reason we sat through the movie. You oh, and Sharon yeah. Stone. Oh, fuck yeah. Where Shaq, it's like, no, you were the worst casting that anyone could have had. I'm pretty sure he might. I'm not saying that Shaq would listen to this, but if he did, oh, what's up, Shaq? I love yeah, you. Yeah, man, I believe in us. One God. day he'll come in. Yeah. But, but he, I ain't yeah, going to lie. I can see him like, I don't know what I mean. That was one of the greatest movies I ever played. That and playing with Kobe Bryant. Like, yo, no. I mean, man. but if you were to tell me in 96 that Shaq would own Marilyn Monroe and Elvis's <laughs> estate, I would have been like, the nigga from Steel? Fuck no. <laughs> if you had told me in, in 1996 that Shaq was going to own those estates, I would have been like, who the fuck is Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> and then other movies, I think this was like almost like the hero's year for movies in 96. Oh, shit, A Time to Kill came out in 96. Yes, they deserve to die, and I hope they, they burn, burn in hell. hell. Chain React. this was a year of Morgan Freeman almost, too. It's like Chain Reaction came out, the Twister. Another hero movie was Barbed Wire, The Phantom. Listen. Shit, Barbed Wire was better than fucking Steel. First of all, I just want you to know. That was the, that, I think Barbed Twister, Wire was, was Twist, Barbed Wire, Marvel, or DC. Twister is a superhero movie, and the hero is the tornado. Wait, 
How's the tornado the hero? Because it was killing white people. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't seen no nigga like that. This tornado go crazy. <laughs> I was watching the whole movie from just the, the view of the Twister being antagonist. But when you said it like that, Yo, pretty much. It, it, that, that shit is divorce a disaster film. <laughs> also, let's see, Space Jam came out that year. Independent. It was like the 90s and 80s where you could just cram so many fucking movies into one year at a time. Dust Till Dawn came out in 96. Dragon Heart, the Hellraiser Bloodline. Oh, you know what? Let's just do a quick brief silence. And then we need to talk about the hell that is Razor. So, <sighs> Hellraiser 1, great. Hellraiser 2, Hellbound, great. Hellraiser 3, it wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it also wasn't the worst movie ever made. Like, I was like, yeah, yo, he escaped from hell. Yeah, cool. Hellraiser 4, Bloodline. That's when I knew. That's when I knew that God was laughing at us. Not as much as you remember, because um, the last, let's see, the first Hellraiser came out in 87, then it was 88, then 92, then 96, and 2002, 5, 5. So two of them came out in 2005, <laughs> then 2011, then 2018. Yeah, God laughed at Bloodline, and then he just was like, you know what? Inferno was, first of all, First of all, I don't even know how to begin talking about these movies without, like, liquor. And I don't drink anymore, so this is very difficult. I would take shots for us, but I don't feel like but trying to figure if, that part out. Imagine if a, if a crew of writers got together and was like, let's stick our dick in the wall, and whatever sticks to our dick is the plot of the movie. They did that. It was called Deathbed, the bed of these people. Oh, yeah, that was a great movie because I never thought it would be good. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Wow, Hellraiser, at least yeah, at some point, I'm not going to lie. Now, this is my fault. At some point, it's masochism. It is complete masochism to sit through Hellraiser movies after the third one. But I did it. I, always, I got to Hellworld, which has Hell a World. young Henry Cavill in it. Henry Cavill. Superman is in Hellworld. And he saved no one. No one. No one. <laughs> I, I Evil goes online in 2005, and that was Hellraiser Deader before it went online. They literally, like, after after Hellseeker, they stopped being creative with the names. Oh, yeah. Deader. Deader. Which is what we wanted the franchise to be. Deader, but nah. Deader no. was the one. <laughs> okay, okay. So have you ever seen any of these movies? Yes. Okay. I haven't seen them in order. Oh, good. God. There's no point. It turns no, out no, there no, really is no, no point, point to see them. No, none. Like when um, I was younger, like I like the first Hellraiser I saw was Hellraiser Hell on Earth, and I saw that on TV. Hell on Earth was really great. Cause around the time where I even knew what Hellraiser was, Bloodline had already been out. So Hellraiser three was the first one I saw, and my mom was at the time I was like, "You are not about to watch a movie called Hellraiser Hell on Earth. Hell is in the title twice." So this is weird. I, I guess it's because of when it came out in our ages, but Hell on Earth is the first one I saw too as a kid, and then, like you, uh, um, Bloodline. So I had seen those two. I remember seeing the trailer for Bloodline as a child. Uh, and part of me is guessing that most of these Hellraiser movies did not go to theaters. Oh, no, no. They stopped by, by Bloodline. I don't think they were going to theaters anymore. 
Yeah, it it it, it couldn't have been because so, Hellraiser yeah. Inferno. I mean, Hellraiser Inferno. Trade, I think wasn't straight to VHS. Straight to VHS. Oh, let me check real quick because I'm thinking, but I I might be wrong, and I'm praying I am to be honest. <laughs> Hellraiser, I blah blah blah. Promise you. Hellraiser Inferno ain't sold in no goddamn theaters. <laughs> that shit. Ain't up though. Yeah, that yeah, that one definitely went straight the, the, straight straight to DVD. The blue, worst, VHS. The worst part is, and this is the part that really keeps me up at night. I mean there's a lot of things that keep me up at night, like boners and pregnant women. Yeah. But um some of the plots in these movies aren't the worst plots ever. And if they were handled by a director and a writer who could really write, these could be great movies. Like, the plot for um, Debtor, which is definitely the worst title a movie could ever have. It's Debtor or The Deadening. Uh, <laughs> the Deadening would have been so much more epic. It's this cult of people who keep killing themselves and coming back from the dead. It's because their cult leader is related to the nigga who invented the box that traps Hellraiser. And one of the things he then taught his cult to do is go to hell for a pleasure visit and then come back. And it's pissing Hellraiser off because it's like, no, you niggas supposed to stay in hell. Like, what the fuck going on? I was like... Motherfuckers ain't supposed to have no day pass to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was fucking terrible. And I'm just sitting there like, this doesn't have to be boring this doesn't have to be bad. This could be a decent film. I didn't say good, but it could have been a decent film. Inferno had a, an interesting plot too. It was terrible, but Inferno was like a nigga was like going through all this weird shit, and he's like seeing demons and all kinds of crazy. But he's a crooked cop, and then at the end of the movie, you find out, oh no, like I'm trapped in the box. And he's like, Hellraiser, like yeah, I played those whole fucked up scenario. That sounds like anyone in high school. I'm trapped in the box. Facts. It, it just this is all Nirvana songs. <laughs> so. Oh no! I just thought of something. <laughs> what if Jim Henson did Hellraiser Blood? <laughs> hey yo. Jim hey Henson. yo. First of all, niggas be hanging from chains, so the puppetry naturally works and shit. And remember, he also did um. Okay, um, Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal. So I can see Jim Henson pulling off a Hellraiser movie. Now, now, when we say Jim Henson, are we just talking about the puppet animation, or are we going to actually put the Muppets in it? I say we put the Muppets in it. Oh like, like put the Muppets in their canonical behaviors in Hellraiser Bloodline. I would love if Kermit the Frog as Hellraiser. Ruff, come on, uh, come on, torture you. <laughs> I can see the Swedish chef as one of the demons. Yo, that's twisted. You've never seen torture like this. I, I promise you. <laughs> Yo, that's the movie we want. That's Jim Henson. It's not the movie we deserve. That's the movie we want. Imagine, uh, imagine Hellraiser Bloodline directed by John Woo. I don't even want to know what a hell dove would look like. Yo, oh God, the John Woo doves flown inside out. Oh man, who would be shooting two guns? Would Hellraiser have the two guns? What if Hellraiser could fight like Jet Li? I want this movie now. Supernatural oh. and with Jet Li's fighting abilities because for some reason John Woo and Jet Li just kind of mixed with that. I'm like, you know, Hellraiser directed by John Woo, he could fix three of these movies. Fix, yeah. not make it better, but fix. 
Yeah, yeah. These movies would still be terrible if John Woo directed them, but they'd be watchable. Right now, they're not watchable. And I think that's the problem. So I, one of the things y'all are probably wondering is, like, why is this podcast called Where the Fuck is Vision? That so, is a good question. Um, So, you know, before... You know, I'm a Superman fan. I'm a DC fan. So, yeah. so niggas get this crazy ass idea that I, I'm not a Marvel fan because in people's head, if you like one, you can't like the other. No, no, no. Yeah. Like every time you go online, if you don't fuck with this, then you can't be friends with me digitally. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Fact, I I had the Marvel encyclopedia as a child. I studied it from front to back. But I've also had the first comic book I ever owned was Aquaman. Like I nigga, I'm a comic book fan. I want to see Sandman successful. I want to see Hellboy successful. I want to see all comic book films successful because I like superhero shit. The MCU since 2008 has had a supremacy in the superhero realm. They started in 2008. Now, I'll, let me rephrase that because Dark Knight came out in 08 and nothing that they dropped in 08 was better than Dark Knight. Not at all. But 2012, when DC released Dark Knight Rises, and Marvel released Avengers, I would say that that's when their stronghold began. It was still a fight, and then it became a supremacy from 2012 to now. I mean, to be fair, DC kind of held the 90s and the early 2000s quite a bit with, like, Talk. like from the eight, 70s to 80s. Let's be real. Even if you don't count Superman 4, that movie still went to 4. Superman, all you had. Supergirl got a movie. Um, they even did like a TV movie of the Justice League. Marvel was going through shambles. They were selling their IPs everywhere. Like the Incredible Hulk was on NBC. Facts. Like this is the thing that people don't like to bring up. When the truth is the MCU has only been on top for 10 years. DC was on top from 1978 to 2012, my nigga. Like, because the supremacy starts with Superman 1 and it ends with Dark Knight Rises. Now, in the 20s, in the 2000s, yeah, there was a fight, but Marvel was losing that fight because Marvel was making shit like Daredevil and Elektra, and true, it wasn't like DC didn't make Green Lantern, but they also made Batman Begins, they made Dark Knight, they made Constantine. Like, no, these like, niggas was coming with it. Like, these for Vendetta. Here's, here's something else that we, we definitely need to clear up right now. If you grew up in the 90s watching cartoons, you watched both Marvel and DC animated they were going off like marvel their staple holds with spider-man um x-men and x-men got their spin-off x-men um x-men um evolution which was essentially dawson's creek if wolverine had existential dread on top of children and i loved it i loved it like and then i didn't realize how much i loved it until i became an adult right uh i needed that teenage mutant story like mixed with Wolverine's existential dread. Like X CW made everything. CW like definitely did. I think it was still WB when um X Men Evolution was there. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. But we pretty much grew up with Marvel and DC. Motherfuckers want to start taking sides and start going back through movies talking about. Oh, this movie was never great. Oh, this movie. Oh, this is like first and fuck move. Batman Forever was great. Facts. Especially in the time it came out. Batman right. and Robin can't be as shit. But a tribute to the candy-ass Batman and Robin from the 70s. I be having to tell niggas, like, niggas like, oh, Superman 2 ain't that good. I said, no, 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 Superman 2 ain't that good when you compare it to Iron Man. Yeah. Like, you but comparing old shit to new shit. One of these movies, I'm like, yo, 1978, that was, like, 
30 years before fucking Dark Knight. Of course, of course that shit can't compare now. I mean, come on, man. The things we can do with digital camera work and superhero action, so it's changed. So the reason we bring this up is because Marvel has entered a very dark age, and it is called Phase 4. And I call it that because I don't know what the fuck this phase is for. Man. And then on top of that, before we go into phase four, let's talk about the Marvel movies that actually popped the idea that Marvel could do their own studio because Sony and Fox were, even though they, I mean, let's be real. Two of the four Fantastic Four movies were good. And it was the ones that got the sequel. Those were the, and everybody talking about, oh, that was terrible. No, 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 no. The first one was done in the 90s. That looked like softcore porn. Yeah, I'm, I still in my head brimmed it with a softcore porn. The second one, and it was pretty much the one where um, Michael Chiklis is um, the thing. Those two were pretty fucking good Fantastic Facts. Four movies. They were just, you know what, people got to remember the times. Those weren't, they weren't good next to Sin City. No. They weren't good next to X-Men 2 or Spider-Man 2. No. But... I'm not going to lie. I like both those films better than Multiverse of Madness. Oh, definitely. And the messed up part is is that Blade was the first R-rated Marvel movie. Facts. Unless we count the 80s Punisher. We try not to. Dolph Lundgren. We, I'm sorry, bro. Like, just don't. But, but no, Blade but, really yeah. paved way. They didn't know that. that. That's why they chose Blade, because they knew it was an unknown character. So if it failed, nobody knew it was Marvel. Yeah. But let's, be, let's keep it a buck. Blade fucking kept your asses interested before y'all got y'all fucking underworld fixed. Yo, Blade was definitely that vampire crack. Oh man, that reminds me of that whole one day, one day we gotta cover how horrible the two thousands got for vampire films. Oh, oh Jesus. That that was a bad time to be a vampire movie fan. Any fucking way. So phase four and some of the movies that have just like come out like Eternals. Black Widow, or the shows, the shows be decent, and then they get to the end, and they just fumble at the finish, and I just do not understand what the fuck is happening. It depends on who's in charge of each of the shows, because I'm not going to lie, Hawkeye was was pretty much good, because he was essentially a deaf nigga dealing with PTSD. Yeah, but nobody gave a fuck, because it's Hawkeye. It was good, but no one cared. I, I, Hawkeye I, to me was the best show. It it's was just about and, Hawkeye. Yeah, and it was literally about the most Hawkeye ass theory ever. I'm trying to get home for Christmas. I'm retired. Then I see somebody fucking trigger my goddamn anxiety walking around in a fucking Ronin suit. I thought I put that shit to rest. The bodies I bathed in when my family was gone, and now I got them back because of. I mean, let's be real. I traded one of my friends for the entire universe. Facts. And I really didn't want to do it, but she knew that I had a family to go back to. I felt like that show was handled the best. I felt like, to me, it looked, to me, it was like watching a superhero version of, like, Die Hard 3. You know what? That actually describes Hawkeye pretty fucking good. Also, best kingpin involved in any MCU thus far, except for the animated version. Which is played by um I forgot his name, but he is a black man who voiced Kingpin in um Spider Man anime series. All I know is that he was in he's in like every he was in like everything black. I was like I was like I, to have him playing a fucking vindictive white man for fucking five years. I was like you know what? 
that's the only voice that I recognize. But definitely um, Kingpin in the MCU. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, like, you know, the Daredevil things and the shit like that. We all know they were always part of the MCU, but they never showed. Yeah. You never, until, like, No Way Home and you see fucking. You see fucking. And remember, No Way Home came out the same time as Hawkeye. So you're like, hey, yo, Daredevil is in fucking No Way Home and fucking Kingpin is in Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. What, that, I mean, because, like, I mean, for me, Daredevil royalty, like. Number one superhero show of all time. Because Netflix, when they did their whole little Marvel thing, was like, I keep saying little, like this, like they wasn't fucking huge. Because when Daredevil first came out, I was happy as shit because I fucking love Daredevil. And not because niggas were cruel because I had to wear glasses and they kept calling me any nigga that wore glasses. Also, I could do an entire episode of just motherfuckers I was compared to any time they wore glasses. Riddick, the X-Men from the 2000s Cyclops, the X-Men from the early 2010 Cyclops. Fucking anyone that wore glasses, I, I hated them. Blade. I was like, at least they were good characters, but still, fuck these people. When Daredevil first came out on Netflix, I loved it more because they didn't just immediately have him be Daredevil. Got the shit kicked out of him immediately. Immediately. And you didn't even feel bad for him being blind. You were just like, yeah, he got his shit kicked in. You, you can't just go out there. And just think you're gonna be the shit. And you know, more superhero shows need that. I feel like as we're we've gotten like used to superhero genres and whole lots of movies, it's like as time start reinventing the genre. And one of the things you can show to help reinvent the genre is just the hyper realism. Yes, you're not a guy who is Thor. You don't have a magical hammer. You're not a fucking green monster. It is hard for you to win a fight if you're a human versus multiple humans who can fight. Also, another series in there was Luke Cage. That motherfucker was invulnerable until you added this nigga's weakness. Fucking family. <laughs> oh, my God. His brother is the definition of ain't shit. And to this day, one of my favorite lines from that series is, I sent you to hell, and you came back with superpowers. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> no, that's a... Season one was solid. All those bad Jamaican accents. Season two, I was like, oh, y'all really just did what? What one? <laughs> you couldn't even tell. You know, you're not better than you said in both. I said, hey, hey. yo, stop. stop. No no disrespect, Mustafa. Like, I Luke Kate, yo, they created a bullet to get this. That is the most nigga shit. I said, why y'all got a show where y'all got to create a bullet to stop a nigga? I don't. And why are the, why are the main antagonist named after snakes? Yes, that was so weird, but I loved it. Fucking so like, like, nigga, I am your brother. As much wow. when I think of the problems of Luke Cage, I still put it above uh, Nigga Man and Winter Soldier. Oh, oh shit! When I think of the problems They'll I had with season two and season three of Jessica Jones, and I do have many problems with those seasons. Yeah, I put it above. Ain't it crazy? My imaginary friends are my babies. Um, or as they called it, WandaVision. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I have no children. Facts. I can't believe it's not Vision. So it's it's gotten to the point, well, you know, one, it's too many chefs in the kitchen. You can tell, like, niggas just see the pot of stew, and they see, like, the red, but they don't see that there's chicken, beef, and broth, and all kinds of shit in yeah. there. So they're just throwing shit. 
Because I'm just like, okay, we get the multiverse of madness, and it's like you got to watch WandaVision, which you didn't, by the way. You just need to know who the kids were, and yeah. you could have read the comic books to know that. You could tell who didn't watch WandaVision because they were still trying to figure out the children. I was like, y'all really be up here. As many people as be sharing their Disney Plus passwords, you know, you don't you know, know who didn't. Was. You know who didn't watch WandaVision? The writers of Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. I was like, so where's Vision? Because it ended with him getting his some of his memories, and he's floating around somewhere. Remember in Civil War, when uh oh yeah the um the white vision yeah no, no so in civil war the general says hey where's banner if i had some nukes missing i'd care i'm a, so why does nobody care that there's a robot with planet destroying capabilities flying around no one cares they should definitely care especially when they recreated them facts and no one is looking for this billion dollar killing machine the last piece of step of 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 stark tech that just, niggas can really get their hands on. Just floating. And nobody cares? Floating after being told by, let's be real, hallucination about life and shit. And he was in a sleeper while he was getting told this shit. He was like, he was like yo, I'm going to just end you right here real quick. I mean, you could, but. And he's like, you know what? I can't think of a better metaphor for how, how much the MCU has drifted off course when it's like, when you have powerful ass characters that you you pretend don't exist. And it'd be one thing if it's like, oh, this is Multiverse of Madness. We don't got to mention the Hulk. But Captain fucking Marvel. Facts. But you're not going to mention. So we're just not going to mention her husband. No. We're just not going to mention. And also, like, Jesus Christ. I Every movie has plot holes. If Cinema Sins taught me anything, it's no movies without sin. Yeah. Multiverse of Madness has craters. I wish craters. they'd stick with that. Multiverse of Madness that. has craters. Like, hey, Wanda, why don't you just have children? There's nothing that you have told us that says that you can't just have babies of your own. You find this shit, Wanda, like anybody would have the honor to fuck with the Scarlet Witch, bro. You real tight bad. I don't even do white women like that, but I swear if Wanda asks, I think about it. I say yes. Fuck I got like two different thoughts going on. First, I got to get the thought I was thinking about for Luke Cage. How the fuck did they, after they removed the bullets and they gave him that deep dip again where they had to, um, where they essentially doubled his power again. I was like, so you telling me this nigga only be able to beat his brother because he got fried hard? Yeah, yeah. Now I'm upset. That, that might be a deep dive. And some, there are only like five people that'll get that reference. But fuck y'all. Also, I remember I did a joke on stage about um about multiverse of madness. I was like, literally, her sex toy died, and it was so good to her, she had to go around and go find children she didn't have. Facts, like yo, it's really. But yeah, what? Nothing stopped her from having kids. She literally went to rob herself somewhere else. And I just don't understand. And she saw no problem with it. When, 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 and look, the, the writers know it's so bad, they tried to shove a reason in there. So there's my scene. This is my scene. I, this is the scene that this shit bothers me. Wong goes, yo, why don't you just have her send you to a universe where your kids are? You don't got to kill America. And she's like, but what if? What if they get sick? I said, yo, you are the Scarlet Witch and you are afraid of the common fucking cold. I'm I'm done, bro. I'm like, y'all genuinely just have no reason for this plot. There was there was no reason other than to cram as many comic book references in there as possible. And then with the exception of Professor X and Mr. Fantastic, I dare say I didn't give a fuck. I did not I'm sorry, I saw Black Bolt in that inhuman show. After that, I was like, well, I need not. A lot of people don't remember that ABC tried to do the Inhumans, and they did not go far. 
No, no, no. They stumbled, they fell, they broke their necks, and they died horribly, and no one even saw it. Like, it was like the worst death I ever. Saw, I remember the trailer for it. The giant dog and a bus. That's all I remember. Jesus Christ. You I'm, couldn't even tell me that show made it on air. So I remember something about somebody's hair getting cut in a bus. It was a dog. I, all I remember. Also, don't tell me the Illuminati's going to be in a fucking movie only for them to get jobbed. Jobbed so fucking From strongest bad. to most relevant, they got jobbed. That's probably why they made their version of fucking Captain Marvel black. Facts. They was like, dropped oh, a statue of Xena on her. Ain't that a bitch? Here's my here's here's the thing that confused the fuck out of me, and I'm like I'm still stuck to confusion. So you gonna turn one of these niggas to like little bitsy spider shreds? Got you. You shredded Mr. Fantastic. But when it gets to Captain Marvel, you're like, oh, let me fight this bitch. <laughs> like, let wait me, a minute. Let me put hands on Captain Marvel. Also, I did like um Captain Carter being in there, but I'ma just keep it real with you. I liked animated thick fucking. Fucking her, Captain Marvel. I was like, yeah, I get it. Get, get um, Agent Carter in the suit. She's still good, but I would smash cartoon thick version like Steve Rogers was about to risk it all to do. Oh, Steve Rogers literally was like, give me an Iron Man suit so I can get that ass. And I loved it. Man, I just see it. It's like... Also, like, go before we go back into the What If series they gave us, I was like, that was pretty good. And I loved it more because it kind of told us why Ultron had to go. Because if Ultron got his wish and Thanos arrived, I believe that's exactly how that would have went. Oh, yeah. There's and no way he would have been talking about it for Thanos to not realize that this fucking T-8000 is about to just shred this nigga. He would literally just avoid. He's like, oh, interesting. Slit. Now, here's the thing that you got to remember, and this is the part. For me, when it comes to what if, especially like episodes like that, that's like, to me, that was Marvel being like, you want to see how badly we fuck up by killing all of our villains instead of letting them last for movies? Let me show you how good of a plot one of our villains could have had that we killed. And I'm just like, you're just revealing to me that you're just bad writers because no, not, these are all better than the last six movies. Not only can we show you how good our villain is going to be, let me show you what happens when two of the same villains we have are in the same fucking place at the same fucking time. Killmonger became Ultra Vision. That was a great fucking twist. I was like, oh, you know what? Amazing. I kind of saw that happen. That was amazing. And let me tell you also, something. Also, also yeeting Iron Man before he became Iron Man. Also, um, fucking Killmonger. They, I, I, I want to give credit to Disney. Of the only credit I give them sometimes because they they fooled me. Because for just six seconds and only six seconds. Only. I thought they were going there. I said, are y'all about to have a story about this nigga taking over the world and killing all the white people? Is that what's about to happen? Because that's what we know is going to happen next. Once he took over Wakanda, he's going to kill all the white people. So are y'all going to show it? And Disney didn't. But no. they fooled me for six seconds and made me think they would. And I appreciate that six seconds. All I know is simply put in that universe, the fact that Fucking when when Ultron Vision, I'm gonna just say Ultra Vision for now because I don't remember his actual name. But um, when he heard the Beyond, he was like, "Who was that?" I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> That's what got me. I was yeah. like, "He got all the stones," and fucking Beyond is just talking his ass off. Who said that? Like, hey, did he hear me? It was yeah. like, 
Yeah, I'm glad he fucking did. You've been talking for fucking four episodes straight, nigga. My nigga, he beat, he grabbed that nigga and he said, hey, yo, my bad. Let me go get this, this Nick Universe Avengers because I ain't about to throw hands with Ultravision. And Ultravision was about that life to the point. They had to jump this nigga with Marvel Zombies. Yo. Beautiful. Also, also, the hilarious part was when he was fighting the Beyond. He was like, all that suffering, you just watched. I was like, I'm like, but facts. But, like, they're not supposed to make villains relatable, but calling the Beyonder on his bullshit is where I'm all for it. Because it's like all this suffering, and you just watched. That, that to me, what if ending is better than the ending of every MCU show that has been out since the Disney Plus era. I mean, I'm going to say yes. I'm definitely going to say yes to that. And that, to me, is a problem. The animated ain't still supposed to be this much better. Yo, now granted, the animated DC has been better for... Animated DC has never truly missed a step. There are very... Few in between shows you could call DC out and say this was not good. There's not much you can say. They're movies. And then there's shit you revisit. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, niggas, Batman the Bold, when it's like the campy cartoon style. Oh, yeah, the Brave and the Bold got dark. Yo, Brave and the Bold is fucking amazing. Yeah. They had um, the the Spectre and um, what's his face where they went back to when. Fucking Batman's parents were killed, and they gave him a chance to kill Joe Kill Chill to kill Joe Chill. Oh my God! To kill Joe Chill to kill Joe Chill to kill Joe Chill to kill. You took my parents from me. That's the ad. You took my parents. Forget the South Pole. You about to get Adam Wested. Oh shit! Nobody fucks with Adam West. I was like, I like how one of Adam West's last pieces was the um the Batman sixty six where um he did it with um Two Face, which is played by William Shatner. Oh, that was beautiful. I was like, yo, of all the things that could have been his last thing to do, that was one of them. And no, was, that that was the only thing. What else is there? There, you, there you, isn't. You got to Adam out. West has been in been involved in so many Batman items and IPs. It's just the way I see it, you got to go out strong because you came in strong. You yeah. came in as Batman, you got to go out as Batman. Simple as that. But no, I I seek to discuss why, on further episodes, why there is a decline in comic book movies, and when do you think we are seeing the end? Because this is what happened to Westerns. Westerns, when my father was a child, I mean, Westerns were on top from like the 30s mm-hmm. to like the 80s. Westerns as a theme... They'll revisit every now and then. Facts. So it never truly died so much as the boom went down once motherfuckers started going to space. Facts. So for the superheroes, I don't see them like completely fading away because Disney has dropped six different Spider-Man cartoons just on their network alone. Superhero movies, I feel like once certain super superhero movies or certain movies start to nut up and actually like, you know, we should make this because Disney's going to keep doing Marvel shit regardless. That's going to be their thing until they run out of big bads to go after because if they're working on Kang the Conqueror and Galactus, unless they're going after the one above all, which I think that is, 
I think that's DC, the one above all. I don't know what um Marvel's God is called. No, I think it is. I think one above all is. Uh, I think the one above all um is um Marvel. Marvel Let me yeah. double check. Yeah, the one above all is uh, Marvel's, and I think the presence is uh, DC's. Yeah, the presence is uh, DC's um, final Spectre-ish character. But um, superhero movies are not going to like go away, but I feel like Marvel will definitely pull back a bit because they can't keep doing this. They can, like, making series and stuff, but they got to space it out a bit because you're not going to be... Let's be real. When you first got it, Marvel had a lot of fucking money to make back up. So we gave them that. Iron Man, we gave them that. Then they started right there. They started to post in credit scenes. It wasn't the first movie to do it, but it was to do it multiple times. They made a thing of it. They made a thing of it. It's a cultural phenomenon. And then other movies started doing that shit to the point where I'm just like, well, fuck, can y'all just not... It has become a cultural phenomenon to sit and not leave during an MCU film. I've seen people still do it because they got kids. I'm like, I'll just look at this shit up on YouTube. But I'm, I still sit there. I'm just like, you can tell who has time for it. Like, y'all came to the movie, but y'all leave it as soon as the end. You didn't make time for it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, niggas who come here, like, the real MCU fans and shit. And, 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 I, and I think people can tell after all the shit we've talked about and said that we're real MCU fans. Like, I, like... Some people, I remember I had a conversation with my man. I told him about my podcast when we called What the Fuck is Vision? Uh, Where the fuck is Vision? Yeah. And they got this like, oh, this is going to spread some Marvel hate. I don't hate Marvel. And that's another thing. Everybody quick to jump to, you spread Marvel hate. You spread DC hate. You don't even know what a fucking, you don't even know what the fucking movies are anyway. First and foremost, if you start with the MCU anytime you talk about Marvel movies, I'm going to hit you in the throat. Because one, you only like Captain America. And I'm going to say which one. And they're going to be saying, oh, the first Avenger or the Winter Soldier. I was like, yeah, you like the Winter Soldier. Have you seen the first Captain America movie? Well, the one? No. The first. Where the, was there the was no Red Skull. Well, he was in the first five minutes, and then he got his hand cut off, and then Captain America flew into space and got frozen, and then he has to save the president, and Red Skull's not Red Skull anymore. He's just a random German and Captain guy. America's power is being able to chase niggas away from their car just to run back to the car. It's really the greatest scene ever. You stop the car. He does this like three times. times. He just keeps In driving. the movie, that Captain America Yo, stops Captain the Captain America car. GTA is one of the greatest fucking <laughs> And then on top of that, DC was like controlling a lot of TV because we had... Um, the Adventures of Lois and Clark. Loved it. Uh, the Flash. Loved it. There was even like some other ones that, like, hold up for a because I know there was a bunch of other ones. I was going to say off the top of my head. Um, uh, Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. where we got pretty much what it would look like if the world of Belly also had heroes, because everything was fucking navy blue or dark in colors. <laughs> Not the world of belly. I'll never forget the last episode where they fought to that song. Running through my head, running through my head, running through my head, running through my head. Like, the series started off with, hey, Batman and Catwoman smash. Here's what their daughter's up to. And they did. They're dead. Or Catwoman got merged like shit. And and that girl was in a wheelchair. I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah, they made sure. They kept that as accurate as possible. Like, yeah, we murked. 
We murked Batwolf. I mean, Batgirl. We had this interesting ass episode. I mean, damn, it's weird thinking back to the show. And it's actually not bad. Like some of the it's memories not. I have. I actually have it on DVD. I remember I bought it. And I was like, I think it's like two or three seasons. And there's an episode. Oh, shit. Like- Swamp Thing had a cartoon series as well. Oh, I remember the cartoon series of Swamp Thing. It was terrible. Superboy had a series. Um, Hold on. Because I, I was like, no, hold on. Yeah, because let's see. Batman, Shazam. Those Swamp Thing movies. Okay. Let me go to the nineties. Human Target was one of them. Yeah. Yo, Human Target. Only two seasons. Yes. Of dope status. They counted as one season, but it's really two seasons. Bro, if we, jeez, yo, I'm losing my shit right now. Jesus, oh my god, you done brought it back, bro. If we want to talk about shows that deserved more, a whole episode. That's the key. Yeah. Okay. We'll 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 put we'll put a pin on that one. Yeah. Put a pin on that. Shows that deserved more. Yo. Yo, Human Target was so good, my yeah, nigga. The Christopher first, Chase. The first season came out around um, 92, and then the next one came out around 2010. Bro, Christopher Chance. Yo, yeah, nah, yeah. Like, niggas, oh my God, just make the movie. Just make the movie. Yeah, so. It's such a good show. Like, I'm about to go binge watch Human Target again. I yeah, think they, they, got well, season, they got the 2010 season one. On uh, HBO Max, but they don't have the season two. No, you can't find season two nowhere. I think I got to order it online or some shit. Also, like Swamp Thing was like three seasons that seventy two episodes from ninety to ninety three. Oh yeah, I've only ever seen one episode of that cartoon. It's called The Unmen. Yeah, that was the only episode, which was crazy because they were already mutant freaks, and they was like, "We're gonna make you unmen." I'm like, "But they're already unmen." Lois and Clark. I had I had that on cassette tape, and I had that in rock and wrestling. Oh God. I remember the that. So where all the wrestlers get kidnapped and Hogan got to find them. Yeah. Hulk. Hulk. Dun, 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 dun. Then around dun, the time dun, dun. Smallville came out from 2001 to 2011, only two other DC shows existed, and that was Birds of Prey, which had 13 episodes. So it only had one season, and I think an unreleased one, but all I know is that they had that there in Human Target Season 2, which was um, 2010 to 2011. And then after Smallville finished, then we got Arrow, Gotham, Christ, Constantine, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Powerless, uh, Black Lightning, Krypton. Oh, Hold on, Powerless was um I, I remember a little bit of it. Powerless was America's Oh no, that was um it was a sitcom set in the world of DC where they essentially um I think Powerless was like I know it was on NBC, I believe. Yeah, it was the one where they um dealt with like superhero like insurance or some BS. Oh, I remember that. That shit didn't last long. Yeah, it did not. It did not at all. It was like it was like um a subsidiary at Wayne Security of Wayne Enterprises, some BS. All I know is that <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was bad. I I thought it was supposed to be funny because it had everyone funny in it, but Grip sucked ass. Oh yeah, it was terrible. It was um, it's something that is indicative of like one of DC's faults. DC can write a good season of a show. I say Arrow season one is impeccable. I think Arrow season two is is better written than most television shows. Fuck comic book television shows. That's that's a different conversation. But it's better written than most television shows. Period. Same thing. I think the Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones season one. Um, it's just solid writing on all these shows, and then sometimes um, 
a motherfucking show launches that nobody has faith in, so they hire the worst writers possible to bury it. And shows like that stop shit like Constantine from being as successful as it should have been. Constantine should still be on the air. Constantine should be the biggest fucking show ever. Constantine definitely should have been. And NBC brought it up. I think that was around the same time they had like Hannibal and somebody else. Another show that does not get its credit. That Hannibal show was that Hannibal really fucking great. good. Oh my God. That was the best it only show. had like two or three seasons? Yeah, it was like two seasons. It's on Netflix. I need to finish it. It's really good. It is. And I was like, when I, first, the, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but one of my friends I went to college with, they were just swooning over it. I was like, yo, it's Hannibal. This nigga just keeps yeah, so And then shows. I watched the series, and I'm like, you know what? Every bit of this makes every bit of fucking Arrowverse, sense. Arrowverse, The Office, and a few others buried some great 2010 shows like Grimm. That was one with the cop. Who was a fucking monster hunter? But he he hunted fairy tale monsters, and actually had like four seasons. That shit was well, five seasons even. That shit was great. Oh god damn! Naomi got canceled. Yo, they it's like they try so hard. In the end, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I, Jesus. Time to go that Batwoman show. Batwoman should have been a lot better. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, listen. I'm not here to debate. That it shouldn't have been. I'm just saying it wasn't. And what we got as as human beings, like Isaac, I, I, I'm glad I get to say this to your face. Yeah. You didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve any of that. You deserve better than that. I did. There's there's a there's a racist man right now. He's a, he's in a Ku Klux Klan hoodie, and he he fucking watches reruns of black people getting shot. So he just owns Songs of the South on fucking Diamond Edition Blu-ray. That he that man deserved better than the Batwoman. And he don't deserve better than hell, but there are some things worse than hell. And I it was, was the Batwoman. I was just getting used to the second Batwoman, too. Oh, no. She was fine as shit, too. Um, oh, oh, she looked the fuck good. But we ain't about to talk about that. She was, oh, mm. just like, goddamn. God Even in, damn. like, fucking Flash crossover, she, she was, was like just a, sitting there in alternate universes. I was like, goddamn. She was like a bowl of oatmeal made with king syrup. God damn. Thick as a motherfucker. She was... <laughs> it made me stutter. It like six H's. Oh, but nah, like... There are so many like great ideas that just got smothered and died, and it hurts my soul. It did. It hurts my soul. But yeah, not, some of us didn't deserve some of the, the blowback that we've gotten. And um, the way I am right now, before we like end this podcast, like yo, I'm in a place where I'm like Luke Skywalker in that horrible movie that people thought was a Star Wars film, but was actually Ryan Johnson high on cocaine. The Last Jedi. It's like yo, this shit gotta die. Because yeah. at this point, Endgame is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Endgame. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Snyderverse, or Snyder Cut, for me, and you know, and this is selfish, and it's selfish, because there are there are billions of superhero fans who want more and want to see their properties. I mean, hell, I'm a Spectre fan, and I'm ready for the live-action Spectre. Not, yeah. like, not that shit they did on Arrowverse, not that. Um, no. But, like, real Spectre live-action, horror, like, and I feel like, unlike Marvel, because Marvel should have went in with the horror of Multiverse of Madness, I feel like DC will go in. I feel like if DC... DC will definitely cross that line. Facts. They've done it before. They are, Now that they got money to do it again, they'll definitely cross that line. But, um, I, and I apologize to a lot of the people who are like fans and want to see more properties get made, but, yo, Endgame reached a level of spectacle and amazement for me that I feel like can't be outdone and 
I felt this way about DC for a long time. Like for me, Dark Knight is still number one. Like Dark Knight, Dark Knight is my is favorite beautiful. movie, and to me, it's still the greatest comic book movie ever made. There's no, there's no better comic book rendition of a film. Like they had to remake what they were going to do for the third one because the actor that played Joker passed away. He was supposed to be in the next one. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was too good of a film. It was. There it was, was no way that his performance, and I'm kind of. Just saying it's only because I didn't want him in the third one because that's how good he was in the second one. Facts. That I'm like, I don't even think my mind or anyone else's mind would have been ready for how good that would have been. Facts. And I don't know. It might change the whole trajectory because I think if we, this is crazy, one man's, none man's death. Um, if Heath Ledger alive to be in Dark Knight Rises 3, Avengers is still Avengers, but DC don't start losing DC would have had a total change in, in trajectory on that one. Because in 2013, Man of Steel came out, and people didn't hate Man of Steel. People liked Man of Steel. Yeah. So it, the the trajectory of losing didn't start, wouldn't have started, it probably wouldn't have started until 2014. And I don't know how that would have changed things. Um, but for me, no, nah, man. Like there are, And then when I saw Snyder Cut, I'm like, okay, DC finally reached that apex of greatness again. And, um, yeah, I don't want to see them try anymore. I want... I think the superhero genre needs six years. I think it needs six years. Six years off? Yeah, I think no more Marvel movies, no more DC movies, no more shit. I'm okay with superhero television shows because if you're trying to do movies and TV, it's not going to work out. Oh, my God, that's been you're gonna, your, your shit's going to be divided. You can have a TV universe. DC's done it with their animated universes to the point where those have been so good that they even separated and did it with the New 52 ones, and no one fucked with New 52 that much. My nigga, uh, he, he made a Facebook post. He was like, yeah, the reason some niggas ain't enjoying the MCU is because you got to watch all this stuff, but that's what you do if you're a fan. And my homegirl replied, very simple reply, I don't want to do all that. And I'm a fan. Like, nigga, like, when they was like, see, one of the reasons why the original Justice League, Justice League that came out was so bad is because they, they tried to shove a four-hour movie into two hours. They're like, People yeah. aren't people aren't gonna sit through a long movie. I'm like, bro, we all sat through the entire series of Justice League. We want, we don't care. We we want the movie to make fucking sense when you bring it to us. I sat through 11 seasons of Smallville. I will sit through a four hour fucking film if I have to. Um, Infinity War and Endgame be proof. Yeah, niggas sat through three hour films. Like I remember when The Dark Knight Rises came out. I went to go see that with a couple friends, and we watched all three movies. So we watched Batman Begins. Break, Dark Knight. Break, Dark Knight Rises. All in one long. It was. It started in the afternoon and then just went. I was like, God damn! I was like, Yo, we in here all night. Yeah, yeah. Like we will sit through these movies, but don't just sit here and give us this and then, oh, have the motherfuckers peer pressure you into releasing the Snyder Cut because they told you it existed. Facts. And then, but don't Blitzkrieg me with bad. Like. It's okay if you give me six shows and four of them are good and two of them are iffy. But if you give me six shows and one of them is good and five of them are iffy to bad, no, that means we're doing too much. Like, I feel like Moon Knight was grossly mishandled. I'm going to say, yeah. And then all I could think to myself was like, you know what would have saved this show if it came out on Netflix instead? I'm like, Netflix would have given us the Moon Knight we wanted. Violent. And you know what? I'm I'm going to say yeah to that one because Netflix, for Moon Knight, I'm, I'm going to just go on a limb and say yeah. But at the same time, we got what we got. 
Because a lot of people kept asking a dumbass question, what is Moon Knight? I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, for superhero movies, I would say they should definitely take a break after these phases. And if they do still want to drop some, you know, just every so often, just some little stuff. You ain't got to build every goddamn character. Make the TV shows better. Use that money. We know you have it. You trying to do She-Hulk on a fucking budget? Facts. She-Hulk. Nigga, it looked like we filmed She-Hulk. We probably did film it. Oh, my God. They demoralized us and stole our show. We got drunk and was like, who the fuck would watch this? We raised the money, and we made it happen, and they made us forget. This is why we don't we don't accept the people that say you want to party. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple drinks, some fentanyl, and then She-Hulk. Shit. But, yeah, we're going to cut this one short. Well, I mean, not short. We At the time, we said we were going to stop. It's like an hour and four minutes. Like we exactly said, these shows are only going to be an hour. It's like 90 minutes, and we have somebody else here. But I'm going to just say this is not bad for a first episode. We'll keep recording these and keep dropping these until one of us is eventually arrested on war crimes. Adam West is not dead. Just wait for this Flash movie when he pops up. Yo, I swear to God, if he pops up in that movie, I'm, I'm just going to be like, you know what? Nope, Hollywood Swerve. Hollywood Swerve. But for, for myself, Black Chakra, we will be here next time as we try to answer that age-old question that we came up ourselves. Where the fuck is Vision? Where the fuck is Vision? Let y'all know the